everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. This is your Jedi co-host, Brett Irvin. I'm Adam Driver, Daniel Phillips. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> uh, God, it's good to be back. It feels like we haven't recorded in a little bit. Parker, what what international city are you recording from right now? Uh, no, I'm back in uh, the beautiful city of Greenville, South Carolina. If you're oh. wondering, yes, Parker has been like this for the past week. <laughs> yeah, I've been insufferable. I, uh, I'm i back. I'm back, baby. We're a weekly book club podcast where we talk about uh, uh, everything books and books related, and we go over one book a month. This month was uh, 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 The Love Hypothesis by the incredible Allie Hazelwood, her debut novel. I am so excited to talk about this book. Uh, how are you guys feeling? Feeling good. I did not know it was her debut novel. I assume she debut. is just writes these all the time. Yeah, you'd assume because she's freaking great at it. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> Very good job, Allie. From from a couple of experts here. <laughs> from a couple on, of love writing experts. Books, uh, and love. Good Real job. author, you did experts, good. love gurus. We got it all here. I know, I know a lot of people seek our our approval and you know, you did great. <laughs> Oh my God! No, uh, this, uh, <laughs> uh, before we get like crazy about the love hypothesis, because I'm so excited to talk about it, we should go into short stories and catch up a little bit. Can I go? Do you want me to go? Do you want me to just get Paris out of the way? Yeah. Oh, what's just, Paris about? I didn't yeah. know. I, you went to Paris. Surprise. Oh my God, guys! Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna limit myself. Wait, wait, uh, wait. for to one epi- one full episode. Yeah, Brett, did you know that Parker went to Paris? Oh no, I didn't. When did you go? You like snuck out. Oh, wait, ma, oui, monsieur. Je habite à la Paris. That's not anything. All I our said French I listeners are just swooning dying, right now. rolling in their grave. Uh, yes, so I went to Paris. Maddie and I went over her birthday, which is also Valentine's Day. It was the first big travel trip we've done uh, since COVID. And it was absolutely amazing. I'm going to, I promise you guys, I'm not going to be obnoxious. I'm not going to talk for 45 minutes about Paris, even though I easily could. Uh, I don't think that'd be great for the listeners or for y'all. I will talk about that to you off podcast. So get get on to our, gonna... go to our Patreon and Parker did his Paris, Paris Accords talk. If any of our listeners just want to hear me talk about Paris for 45 minutes, maybe I'll do a, a special episode or just like email me and I'll call you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, okay, so... There's, there's two things I want to talk about, okay? Are y'all following me? Two things. Yeah. Guys, Paris, the fashion. Mm. The fa- the coats, just mm. the coats. Guys, every, everyone, ev- everyone, I'm not, ev- everyone is beautiful. You walk around that city and just like, it, it's just the most gorgeous men and women you've ever seen. They're all wearing the most fashionable coats, like pants, boots, everything, just like head to toe, toe to tip. Every second of the day, they're strutting, walking, every, just looking good. Everyone's like got just like glasses and smoking cigarettes and drinking bottles of wine. And you're just like, how do how does everyone look this good? It's amazing. So we talking like like sweatpants and some like uh, dad new balances and stuff like no, that? No, so Is that's, that what you're talking I, about? It's funny you mention that because I, I legitimately was joking with Maddie. I was like, you know, it's I'm going to be depressed going back to South Carolina. Going back to your normal to see, style. Right. Like <laughs> my normal style. Yeah. Just like sweatpants and, and giant like high socks into flip flops yeah. and, you know, a football T-shirt. And no, but really, though, the, the fashion was amazing. It it. it was cool in the way that like culturally it's such a big thing there that like everyone dressed that way and it made me want to dress up just to go out like for every occasion like it was like I want to dress I wanted to meet the expectations which was very difficult I had to be on like the top of my game and I still probably looked very slovenly compared to everyone else in Paris you had to do you had to do several pant rolls Cuffs. Se- several several cuffs. cuffs. You had to go to the two and three cuff. I did. I did do a French tuck one day, Ooh. and I felt pretty great about it. Here, if you if you even like think about doing a French tuck, and you go they'll, out, and yeah, you go they'll out chase about, you out of town. They're gonna chase you out of town, and like I'm, I love that people do it. I love the people like, but it's not the. It's like you said, it's not the norm. Like if someone's strutting their stuff with a long trench coat on downtown like where we live, like they're going to get some weird looks and they shouldn't because they look but great. May, so, but maybe, but I don't know. Cause I, I really think that just like, we should normalize it. And right. And oh yeah. Yeah. I'm that's saying, a, yeah. Dan's agreeing with that. He's saying 
I'm saying the normalization here is like a, a gray t-shirt, you know, and like that's what I wear because that's a normal thing. I just like wear a blank t-shirt. And then if I see some guy in a trench coat, I'm like, God, that guy, that guy is freaking rocking it right now. And if everybody was rocking it, man. Dude, it's it, it was honestly, it hey, was let's, amazing. Let's be the change, guys. Let's be the let's change. Be the let's change. bring Parisian fashion to Greenville, please. It was it was so Who better fun. To do and it? Who better to do it than the bookends of friends? Than the book. And love experts bookends with friends. Yes, exactly. Um, it, but really, it was it was great. It was so much fun, and we had a blast. It it was unreal. The city's beautiful. The architecture beautiful. The last thing I want to talk about, which I haven't told either of y'all about yet, uh, was a, <laughs> a specific story. So the the people that we traveled with, our friends Chris and Amanda. Uh, shout out to Chris and Amanda. They're great, great travel buddies. We were just like, we had all done a bunch of Duolingo before going so that we could have some basis knowledge, you know, and I'm trying to actually really practice my French to become, you know, more rounded, oui. a, a, a more well-rounded individual and oui. have more than oui. just the American, oui. la, you know, English. <laughs> oui. oui, monsieur. So we were doing that, but early on, we were joking that like, every time we saw a bird, we were calling it chouette, which is owl. Uh, and that's because Duolingo, right. one of the first words you learn is showette because duo, yeah, the, they always the teach you that. Duolingo yeah. is now. Right. So, but so just stupidly, we were like going around and like, mm, like, uh, un chouette, like just anytime we'd see a bird. And so at dinner one night, uh, we had gotten like escargot and a bunch of good wine and everything. We're having a good time. And I got duck confit as my meal. And then these two guys sat next to us and they could tell we were Americans. We, yeah. we kept making a joke out of it. We would say, new some stupid American, which is just like, we are stupid Americans. And like that way we could, we could have like good rapport with the waiters and everything. It, it disarms. It disarms any kind of like, like anxiety with the situation. Right. Um, so we, while we were eating uh, this particular meal, I just kept referring to my duck confit as showette and, and saying just, like mm, showette is super bon and like <laughs> it, just like the whole time just like saying like oh this showette is so good the looks we were getting and they were just like making fun of us they the just entire had, time. yeah we were crying laughing we were i mean it was so stupid but it was great and so every every bird is a showette that's showette, okay yeah so they just do you think they could also like understand your english like were you guys joking about how everybody in there thought you oh, guys I'm, were <laughs> i'm sure we were people thought we were so dumb That's it was so it funny. was so much fun though like we we yeah. really did have a great time and i i you know it was funny because i i know enough of like greetings and introductory stuff of of the french language to like every now and then i would be able to have like that first initial meet you know with with someone say at a restaurant or a cafe or whatever and i would start and if i got a response back that was in french i felt like it was a win but immediately a loss because half the time you would go in and you'd say like oh bonjour and they'd be like oh american like they wouldn't even try they'd be like oh like do you you know you want to speak english and you'd be like right okay, yeah. they could see right through me every now and then i would go in and they'd be like, oh, like, you know, how many, you know, for the table or whatever. I'd be like, oh, catch, you know, whatever. Or, you know, just I would speak back to them. And then they would immediately roll into a bunch of like very quick, very Parisian French, conversational French that I am nowhere near. They misunderstood your level of. <laughs> oh, yeah. But so then I would, I would, I would look at them like deer in headlights and stare at them and then say like, oh, no, excuse me, like, pardon, tu parler. Do you, you know how to say help? Like, right. Just say. Right. <laughs> A lot, a lot of it was just désolé, désolé. Like, sorry, sorry. Like, yeah, I'm an idiot. Like, knew some stupid American for real. Um, so, but it, it was, it was just funny because I felt like you know, anytime I would speak in French, and immediately they'd come back with a, a like, an, a, you know, they'd start talking to me in English. I was like, oh, I failed. Like, I, I screwed up, and I don't even know what I failed on. And so it was, that was bad. But then anytime I didn't fail, it was an immediate failure right after that because they would they would come back to me with real. Anyways, hey, that's sorry. hey, that's on them for their perception. <laughs> but I do want to say, like, I feel like there is a uh, misconception or, or or whatever that like French people are rude or, or you know whatever what have you. We had a fantastic experience. Our experience in Paris, everyone was kind. the The city itself is beautiful. The food is to die for. So. Go to Paris if you can. That's if if you're blessed enough to where that lines up in your life, I highly, highly recommend it. Type top five places I've ever been. Nice. Okay, oh wait, what my, are the that's other? That's my spiel. I want to hear. Can we do an episode where we hear the other four? Yeah, Myrtle Beach is number two. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's um, a big gap between some of those. Yeah. Well, so York, York, England uh, was always like my number one, 
and I told Maddie on the trip, like, Paris really rivals it. I don't know. (gasps) I don't know between the two. But those are the two most magical places I've ever been, though, by far. Wait, where does does Disney rank in the magical... Uh, it's true it's the most magical place on earth yeah Yeah. what are you talking about guys i was so tempted to see if maddie wanted to sneak away one day to to disney paris Paris, but because of the ratatouille ride yeah yeah yeah. exactly for ratatouille just for For ratatouille did you i I assume you didn't do any reading in paris i think is that is that safe to assume yeah so yeah so i thought not committed to the podcast am i right you know i i thought we were gonna have time i did finish um marie kondo's joy at work it's very short, very good read. I had a lot of time on flight, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Really right. Which I did. I did see the humor in that, but it was kind of nice because I stepped. I was able to step away from work, yeah. and then hear that messaging, and I think it maybe helped. I'm and not then sure. go back to work from Paris, and, and then enjoy it. Um, right? Yeah, uh, we'll see. And uh, I I started the fifth Mistborn, the second, and the Wax and Wayne. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually, I did know. I saw it on Goodreads. Yeah. Yes. And I'm also very close to being done with the Thursday Murder Club 2. And I also did finish all of uh, Love Hypothesis. So let's not say I didn't read, but I just, I didn't finish a lot. I I was more so saying you, we did not record while you were in Paris, obviously. And so I just assumed. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Nice. That sounds super fun. It it looked great. It looked like you had a great time. Guys, I am in love with that city. I know we need to start talking about books, and we really need to start talking about Love Hypothesis because I love it so much. Um, But, man, Paris is great. Okay, sorry. I took too much time, and I said I wouldn't. that's totally fine. I honestly don't have anything, so I was just going to talk about the the books I read. Um, Oh, cool. Go on. uh, So I finished. Go off, King. uh, (laughs) So I'm still in the Discworld, the Discworld series, still reading about death. Um, I finished Reaper Man, which is the second book. And I also finished Soul Music, which is the third book in the series. I read, oh, nice. I read two Discworld books, and I am uh, reading the fourth one as well. I, th- there's only five in this series, so I, I'm just loving it. It's so good. Uh, but Reaper Man, oof, that book, I, I finished it. Um, I usually read before bed. I finished it before bed, and I like started crying in bed. Because it hit me so hard emotionally, which I did not expect from a oh, book man. like this. And Nicole had already fallen asleep, and so I didn't like. Usually, when you know a book hits me really hard or a finished book, I immediately like want to tell Nicole about it. And so the next morning, um, I was making Nicole a coffee, and I was like, "Oh, I finished Reaper Man last night. I would love to tell you about the ending if you're interested." And I told her about the ending, and she was like. <laughs> like crying into her coffee like (laughs) like just me and my dumb words explaining the ending of this book and like the characters she started like crying into her coffee and then like went upstairs to like clean up her face because she had a team's call first thing in the morning at work and there was like there were just like tears running down (laughs) her face um so i mean if if you've read more i highly recommend reaper man because it is it is better yeah, like it's so you know much i'm better. gonna borrow those books from you yes like pretty yeah. pretty soon Come, I, yeah it, it, i really want everyone to read this book because it was just so good and soul music which is the third one was good as well it was more it was like more fun it was like a yeah. more fun kind of the normal Discworld book not as emotional but the whole premise of that one is that like music has infested Discworld, and it's all like <laughs> rock music which like That's doesn't exist and so it like turns people crazy and they start wearing like leather coats and like chokers and everyone's just addicted to rock music which that's not what it's they don't call it rock music but the whole book is full of references from like like the sex pistols and the beatles and just like old like 60s 70s 80s rock bands and so it was it was awesome i this series is so good terry pratchett's so good at writing original ideas Ideas, that are so fun yes and then I thought I, um, oh yeah, and then I just started the fourth one and I read Love Hypothesis. So definitely everyone Sweet. check out Discworld. It's so good. I'm going to keep talking about it. I've got like 38 more books to read. So buckle <laughs> yeah. up. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, well, I'll keep mine short. Uh, I got a library card that is mine. <gasps> so Yay, that's huge. Wait, wait, is it, I'm going to get is it Libby. Libby time. Yeah. It's Libby time. Yeah, this is dude. so exciting. This is not a small. So, this is a. It might be a short talk about, but this is great. Uh, did you get the so, little yeah. shark one? They have a no, I get a, I get, it had space on it. Mine had like a, oh, the galaxy on cool. it. It was like cartoony. Nice. Um, I do 
worry because I got an email and I think when he was reading my driver's license, for some reason, he put my last name as my first name. So I'm afraid hey, that he put my name as uh, first name Irvin, last name Brett on my library card. And officially, I'm stuck with that forever. So I don't think that's going to have that much of a horrible consequence. I disagree. You know? <laughs> I disagree. I think the FBI is going to come for you. Right. I just I saw it and I was like. Are this, you this tracks. This, this tracks. <laughs> this this feels like it. It's something that should that have happened. Sense. That's really exciting. I've. So, I've... are we only calling you Irvine from now on? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, technically, Honestly, it's pretty badass. That's my uh, that's my official first name now. So, you know, I guess right. I got to start introducing myself differently on the podcast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I uh, that happened, and I'm. I read the love hypothesis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. And I'm then, glad because uh, that was the homework. <laughs> hey, it's not homework if you love to do it. Um, it might be homework for you guys, but um, I'm out. I'm out here because I love. You know, I just love it. Love so, the game. Just, love the, the game. It's the love for the game that keeps you going. Right? Yeah. And I'm also reading Words of Radiance. So yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll have an update on that next week for um, sweet a certain special episode. Dot, dot, Spoilers. Dot. Spoilers. We'll get into that at the end of the episode. Spoilers. Dot, dot, dot. Nice. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. XOXO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Move on. Move on. Take moving us out. On. So uh, before we get into Love Hypothesis, we have our new segment, Quote of the Week. As you know, loyal listeners, the segment that's always existed, Quote of the Week. <laughs> it's always been here and it's here to stay. We've got four quotes from the Love Hypothesis. Uh, sorry. No. Yeah. Four. We've got four from the Love Hypothesis that we're going to go through. And we're going to pick one to live our week by. Yeah. And audience, send in your, this could, this doesn't have to be just on like the books that we're reading at the time. Send in anything that you've read, any particular quote, if you want it to be a contender for our quote of the week. And it's the quote that we will all decide to live by for this next week. So hit me with those quotes, Dan. Uh, Coming in hot, number one, carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man. I don't know if that one's going to be beat. That one's a good quote. It's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, It'll be fine. And if not, at least it'll be over. I live by this daily. And so. (laughs) So I I brought this one and I have a story with this one. I was given that exact. uh, By Ali Hazelwood? Yeah, Ali Hazelwood told me that exact quote. No, so uh, I had a mentor of mine in college. And I was nervous about public speaking. And I was, he told me that exact like piece of wisdom. And it doesn't seem like it would be that helpful, but it really did bring me peace where he was like, hey, like, you know, maybe it won't be all right, but it's going to be, he was like, by this time tomorrow, like, you're not going to think about it. And I think he took it even further and was like, in a week from now, you won't even remember the fact that you were nervous about this like public speaking thing. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I, I, I like that quote. I mean, but, I do live my life by that most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I wish you could see yourself the way I see you. I just, I I just say about Brett. I, well, I was going to say, I feel like, um, you know, you know, there's a challenge there. Like find somebody in your life this week that if they're having a bad day or something, just tell them something about themselves that you love. That's kind of beautiful um, actually. Because a lot of times uh, you like your personality, you know, a certain percentage of how people perceive you and like see you every day. And obviously when you look in the mirror, you might not see something that somebody else does. And if someone's having a bad day, just let them know. Can we tweak it a little bit? And it'd be, I wish the audience could see themselves the way that we see them because we we love you we love you listeners so much you're so loyal podcast we we don't see you as much as we do feel your your presence yeah and your love your existence and your love and and we love you so much i'm gonna cut you off right there because that's a good segue last quote of the week you can fall (laughs) in love someone will catch you it's just so romantic okay so we have to choose one I, i you know i feel like we're kind of are overlapping a little bit with carry yourself the confidence of mediocre white man even though that is a very good quote it's similar enough to the one we lived by last week Mm. um which was like be bad but be funny or whatever Mm -hmm. like if you're bad at something at least try to be funny um so but i these other ones are very sentimental they're very lovey what what are you guys feeling i'm all i'm all about the it's gonna be fine you're not gonna remember this later it's okay we can can do that we can do that it will be fine if not at least it'll be over if if you have something you're dreading if you're having the sunday scaries or the i guess the tuesday scaries um you know just just think of this quote live by this live by this the book the bookends with friends boys are with you if there's something you're going through 
and you you feel like it's it's you know it's tough and you're worried about it and you're anxious, it'll be over soon and we're with you. If we there's three things that we know, it's books, love advice, and dealing with anxiety. <laughs> and and dealing with anxiety by not actually dealing with it, but hoping it'll be over. But soon. just take that and you just tuck it down real deep and don't you let just it come tuck out. It down real you push it down and you, you leave don't it address there it. forever forever bada bang okay let's talk about there's a book. always more room let's to bury talk something about yeah. the book i mean we're, we're already talking a little bit about the book because yeah. these great quotes my god i love this book so much um do we want okay well let's do it let's do a synopsis let's do quick super short spoiler free synopsis mm-hmm. who's feeling like they want to take it i'll uh i'll jump on this synopsis oh my god the let's synopsis go train Here's my synopsis. Um, it starts It starts a little like this. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away. <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away, all of wood, or all of Smith. I don't know why I said wood. Um, wood. Well, I know why you said wood. Uh, <laughs> um, so we have Olive. Um, she is a PhD candidate. Um, she's in grad school. And she has a bit of a mute cute. Well, that's, you know, with a uh, with a certain um, highly uh, sought after and well-known and talented and beautiful and broad shouldered, big hands, large, sexy, um, Dr. Adam Carlson, who is a, you know, huge name in the scientific field in biology. Um, And so uh, they have a bit of a meet cue, and then they decide to fake date each other for their own specific reasons. Um, I, well, you know, I believe we're doing spoiler free on this, but we are going to get into spoils in a well, few minutes. This, this could be in synopsis, right? Because I feel like that's early yeah. enough in the book. They have to fake date. Yeah. For their own, you know, Olive wants to help a friend. Right. Get out, go on a date with somebody that she had recently dated, and she doesn't want them to think that she's still into them. It's really convoluted, but it is very um, convoluted. And Adam Adam Carlson's in it because he wants the money, he wants funds. From, he doesn't want to look like a flight risk because right. everyone thinks he's going to leave. Um, and they go to Stanford, by the way, um, just this little small school. Uh, and <laughs> you so, probably heard it. yeah, and so you know, time goes on, they fake date for a while, they start to, uh, you know, clearly have feeling for each other, even though you know, each other doesn't notice and they second guess a lot. Um, but it's basically just their story of finding love and, you know, navigating through this, um, this postdoctorate world and all, a lot of the shitty people that are in it. Well, I guess, uh, one specific shitty person. Um, so yeah. And, um, that's it, pretty good. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's a great synopsis. Um, I, I, I do y'all have any, anything else, Dan? Anything to add? No, let's get into She it. has great friends, too. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's a so, you know, found family and friendship. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Thematically, it's it's uh, the, the tropes of uh, fake dating, kind of enemies to lovers. It's like lying, but to, because you're trying to have like a good outcome, uh, there's... Uh, maybe a share like one bed trope. Uh, Who knows? Uh, 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 we'll see. And uh, you know, to explain the uh, Star Wars reference at the uh, at the beginning of this segment, um, it's what well, it's loosely. It's basically started out as fan fiction for the newest Star Wars trilogy. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So so Ali Hazelwood, the the author really loved Rey and Kylo mm-hmm. in um and the sequel trilogy of Star Wars and this book she 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 likes she loves to write she's also in a woman in stem in academia so yeah. there's obviously influence there but a lot of this book was heavily influenced on her writing about Rey and Kylo and then which it is fantastic this incredible uh, a story, the love hypothesis, which it, it, it there's so many fun little nods and and winks and stuff, and I can't wait to talk about that. Um, that's going to be in our full discussion. Which are we good starting now? Yeah, let's Spo- do it. spoilers ahead. Three, All right, two, listeners, if you one. All right, let's talk. Let's spoilers. talk love hypothesis. God, I'm excited to talk about this book. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. For I mean, any any right off the bat. What did you like most? Anytime Adam's hands were mentioned. Yeah. Oh my any, god. Any any description of Dr. Adam Carlson. Like mm-hmm. the in the fact that 
she was not afraid to just go back to the like like reintroducing him a lot of the times especially early on in the book you you know as olive it's basically like olive reintroducing herself in in like disbelief of his proportions yeah. and the fact that he exists <laughs> that's a great way to say it it's so fantastic because every time she's like she mentions like a new fact about like his shoulders or just his just his, general his the, broad shoulders the size his of his one of his body parts hands man i bet he could hold so many lemons his beautiful hair okay lemons um I, are we just going to talk about how sexy Adam Driver? I mean, Adam Carlson is. That's, is that this that's episode? all I brought Probably. to the table? Actually, I mean, is that is that what y'all's pages and pages of show notes are yeah. for this episode? Because that's yeah. mine, and it's actually just printed out pictures of Adam Driver. I didn't yeah. actually take any. There's show no notes. writing, <laughs> except just hearts all over him. Yeah. Um, no, but so, Adam, Adam, non-jokingly, Adam was my favorite part of the book. I mean, he he's a dynamic character. His character didn't. It was always shifting in a new direction. At least from, as, like, the as she meets him, because he's like, right. yeah, exactly. Because right. Olive doesn't know anything about him, and then slowly learns more and more. And I think my favorite part was their just general banter. Yeah. Her uh, all, or him always calling her smartass. Um, I think it's my so favorite. Endearing. My favorite moment in the book was it was like it was perfect. It was perfect tension. There's the scene where Olive is breaking down. At the time, Adam doesn't know that it was Tom, but Olive's telling uh, Adam about what was said to her by like a mystery person. You know, kind of skipping over the really, really. I mean, it's right. all she, horrific. She, she didn't want to like, ruin their relationship, right? Their friendship so she's trying to. She was trying to like filter it somewhat. Um, but she's crying and he's like, Olive, Olive, tell me what's wrong. And then it's like this super tense moment and you're like feeling it and you're like, oh my gosh. And he's like, there's like a pause and he's like, did somebody take all the chips, the salt and vinegar chips? Because they had a thing earlier where she like jokingly got mad at him for taking the last bag of chips. And he's just like, did somebody take the last bag of chips? And it was just like, he got a laugh out of her. It was like the most romantic like way to just like break through the wall that she kind of had up in as far as like her you know, anxiety with the situation, rightfully so. But it was just like the perfect entryway into being like, hey, I'm here for you. And it was just so adorable. So, so for for me, the my favorite thing about the book, this is kind of like an overall statement about the book, is I I really, really loved that the the progression of their relationship felt very natural. Mm-hmm. And there there wasn't a lot of um I, I, I guess like tropey or forced tension in the book, which I which I really appreciated because I feel like in some rom coms that I've read in the past and, and just rom coms in general, sometimes there's uh like characters' that reactions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There exactly that, you know, quote unquote yeah. argument or like a reaction to something is is kind of uh like maybe like convoluted or, or, or like a, a bigger explosion than yeah. what would be natural or, or you know just someone has like an overreaction right and it seems like it's obviously to drive plot or to you know to make there be this like added tension um but it, and a lot of times it, it doesn't feel like very real in my mind or i'm like that's not how people would react in this book i feel like olive and adam's relationship through and through was very solid and just like very realistic believable uh they were they they communicated they really which mature I really they loved. were so right. mature and it's it's silly to say that but like i loved i loved reading two characters who communicated to each other well you know like right. that. and and you can obviously make an argument that like Olive's uh, the way she handled things are like on and Malcolm and and some of her like outside stuff is ridiculous and the whole like fake dating trope is ridiculous uh, and like she shouldn't have lied all the times that she did that stuff was silly like you know but it was always to better like her, other like, people to, right to take care of other people yeah, right. and the the relationship of of her and Adam it never felt anything that was like too wild or crazy or unbelievable. Right. Uh, and the progression just felt natural and smooth the whole way through. And I adored it. I yeah. was such a fan of it the entire time. Yeah, the progression. Yeah, it, it basically once they got to the conference, it just like when everything just started going to like into like whatever fifth gear or whatever. I was like it like it just like I got swept up. I read the basically from the conference on and I looked up. I started at like you know, like 10 o'clock at night. And I looked up and I was like, oh my God, it's like past midnight right now. Like I didn't even realize because I was just like glued to it. So I I was talking to Maddie beforehand because she she read Love Hypothesis when like book of the month first, like 
you know, came out with it last year and it, there was like a lot of promotion around it. And uh, she, Maddie had read it. And so um, I was talking to her, like my theories and ideas before as I was reading it. And I kept telling her, I'm waiting for that moment, you know, that moment in rom-coms, especially fake dating rom-coms where one of them has that like, that kind of, you know, reaction of, when did this like become real or when did this stop become, you know, stop becoming fake or, you know, that kind of thing where one Mm -hmm. of them obviously has bigger, you know, more feelings. And then they have to have that like almost confrontation of like, this was real to me or that kind of thing. And there really wasn't that. And I loved it. It was like, they both kind of that moment coalesced for them at the same time. And I, I just thought it was really original and fun and good reading all around. Nice. I think this is a good follow up question because Parker, I think you liked it. I would say the most out of us three. I, 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 could, I, I could be wrong with I, Brett there, but I think you really, really liked it because it is good. I liked it a lot as well. But is there anything you didn't like in the book? Um, you know, I, I, I and honestly, as as like crazy as I, I in my Goodreads like review of it, it, it was it hit every chord for yeah. me. Like it, it it hit every note of like what I want a good like what I want out of a rom com, what I want out of a love story. And it it really didn't. It, there was not That's anything great. that is glaring that like stuck out to me that I was like, man, I wish there was more or less of this. So I'm going to just like opt out and let y'all talk <laughs> about this part because I, I really don't have anything to add, I don't think. Yeah, that's all right. So there is something that I didn't like about the book and it's not... Okay, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> so it's not, it's not really the book's fault because obviously it, it exists for a reason, right? But it's more so like my preference and my personality when it comes to things and dan you know i can't handle someone having a different opinion than me you're you're tra- you're on thin ice buddy i'm gonna don't worry it's i'm not i'm gonna let you down easy um so you two know me i'm usually pretty like direct like i don't really like to beat around the bush about stuff because i just it's just not really like i'm not i don't think i'm a blunt person like i'm very gentle and my biggest fear in life is like upsetting someone else but i usually tend to not Uh beat around the bush that much and so in any piece of media where like a misunderstanding is like a plot driver it drives me crazy like a little bit and so sorry i don't want to cut you off i'm I'm being i'm being worse go on keep going so like the fake dating all that stuff is all good the the part that really got to me was um a chapter where it kind of like you're Parker, like you were saying, it kind of seemed like everything was about to like come together and like feelings are about to be shared amongst but both parties involved. But it was like, oh, like Adam's been crazy about this girl for years now. And Olive is like, oh, that can't be me. I'm not going to bring it up because obviously he's into someone else. And then like oh, Adam sorry. thinks like she's into someone else. And the reason this bothers me so much, and this is going to sound crazy, when I was a kid, you might remember a little movie called Bolt, Disney's Bolt about a dog. You know, I did not see Bolt, so I'm sorry to let you down there. Let Kyle. me really quickly. There's a scene in Bolt where Bolt's an actor. Bolt's a superstar actor. Voiced right? by John Travolta, I believe. Voiced by John Travolta. I didn't know that fact. Bolt goes missing. Um, his his like companion, his owner is not there to do the movies with Bolt anymore. And the whole story is like Bolt getting back to his owner. So Bolt finally gets back to his owner. He sees her across the distance and the owner sits down and another dog that looks just like Bolt runs up and he thinks he's been replaced. And so Bolt goes off super sad and then like the camera's cut and the girl starts crying because that's not her real dog. And that like ruined me for misunderstandings in media and books. And that's what I always think about when stuff like this happens. Comparison, my guy. Hey, my dude, you gotta you gotta work that out. Your whole like bolt trauma, because if that's keeping you from loving the love hypothesis, you gotta work that out. No, I mean I, I'm saying that that's the part of the book that I didn't like, and to the point where I texted Maddie and Nicole because it was getting to the point where a lot like all the lies were piling on top of each other, right? Yeah, sure. At the end of the book, and I texted both of them, and I was really worried that this is where the book was going to go. I I was hoping that it wouldn't because that would go for a really bad ending. But I was like, if Tom Benton doesn't get justice justice in this book, I'm done with this genre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because like, there's a lot of things that are like, 
almost resolved and then they don't get resolved and i was like i really want this all to come together which it does and so i i liked it but just like that back to back i was like oh man i'm getting frustrated i just want someone to say say what you mean just spit it out i, I can understand it but it, it it never felt like it was too like it, too much of a crux like it never yeah. like none of the characters spiraled in any mm-hmm. sort of way they right. didn't like take a misunderstanding and like out leash like anger no, or no, no. like my um my flaw with the book is my fault because of bolt it's not the book oh, right, right 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 <laughs> it, this is me oh, it's not God. the book it's me <laughs> okay well you did let me down easy and i i'm kidding obviously you can have your own opinions and you can you can not love the love hypothesis as much as i did because i'm probably a nutcase but i freaking <laughs> adore this book okay so since, since you loved it so much, if you were to meet Allie, we're on a first name basis, Allie and I, of if course. you were to meet Allie in person, um, what question would you ask her about the love hypothesis or in general? Cause I, I, I've got a good one locked and loaded. I, it's funny you asked this because I did reach out to Allie. I, I really wanted to get an author's note directly from Allie Hazelwood. She's so much fun on social media. If y'all are fans, audience of the book, Listeners, if you're fans of Allie Hazelwood and her debut novel, uh, follow her on all her platforms because she's just a lot of fun. Um, and also she does a, she's like, she's a professor. She is a, like a huge advocate for women in STEM, which obviously you can tell from her novel. Um, but she's, she's really cool. So I reached out to her, like, uh, contact us page and also like tried on Instagram to, to like, see if she could have an author's note to send in. I know it was a stretch. Um, I didn't hear back, but I wanted I wanted to ask her like what her her top ten favorite things about Adam Driver were. I just I just want to know because I you know so much of this book is detailed descriptions of just how yeah. gloriously beautiful and wonderful Adam Driver is, like competing with John Oliver's love of Adam Driver, right. and I think it's fantastic and and hilarious and like and shameless of like her just to be like this is like <laughs> I'm writing this like this this uh uh like ode to adam driver essentially <laughs> like didn't even hardly change his name um, number one and number two on the list is just both of his hands <laughs> just one and two are ha- left hand right right individual hands. yeah right. i think i would want to know more um like if there's any like secret star wars easter eggs that like she like re- real deep on or something like that just like a like a character's initials or something like that i would just love to hear like if she just threw anything in there it's just like a you know see if see if anybody can find this that goes into my question i want to know if malcolm and holden are finn and poe Poe and finn oh it's it's finn and poe for sure <laughs> right okay this, it has to be. this is great this this is a natural segue let's let's move into this the entire time i was reading right I had characters in my head. They were all Star Wars characters. Yeah. So so on is is Rose Tico or Kelly Marie yep. Tran, right? Malcolm is is Finn, John Boyega, uh Holden is is Poe, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um obviously Adam Driver right. and Daisy Ridley being Olive and, and Adam Carlson. Uh but I I and I don't know if that was her intention, but it's certainly felt like it right. might have been and that's how i read it and and it's sad too because there was so much of the relationships in these in these books that i wish they could have done in the movies a little bit more you know so like especially between like <laughs> on and uh olive i felt like their relationship was great and i would have loved to have seen that in uh in in yeah. star wars you know give rose her time and to shine and then also realistically uh, like I was a huge advocate oh, no. for uh, Poe and Finn to be a relationship, and the fact that that didn't happen in Star Wars, big letdown. But it did happen in my headcanon that that's who was playing these characters in this book. So great. Well, let Ali do a rewrite. Let Ali do Honestly, a rewrite. Honestly, I want the Ali Hazelwood cut of Force Awakens. <laughs> Give us the Hazelwood cut. <laughs> okay, I. I did the same. I thought all the characters were just, I just read Poe and Finn the entire time. Do you all want me to break down my, the things that I thought I picked up on Star Wars wise? Cause I have, I do have notes. Yes, please. Okay. So one of my favorite things, the thing that I think I like, I yelped at because I was so excited. So she did a transposed version of Luke and, Le- uh, 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 sorry, uh, Han and Leia's I love you. I know. Uh, but it was I hate you. I know, but oh, like in a joking wow. way. She, uh, yeah, uh, Olive said I hate you, and he, his, like, he mouth twitched. You know, his like smirk. Yeah, he said I know. God, I ate that up. That is such a beautiful <laughs> yeah. little wink and nod to Han and Leia. Big fan of that. Also, I felt like um, 
Adam having issues with his mentor was a pretty one-to-one like yeah. nod to The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren having right. issues with Luke. Yeah, uh, I, The relationships there are different. And I, I even almost felt like that a little bit, maybe, this might be a stretch, but uh, Dr. Aslan, I felt like, could have been a, um, a, a Leia-type character for Rey because she was kind of a mentor mother mm-hmm. figure to her. Yeah. I just pictured a lion the entire time for that character. Because oh, yeah. Aslan? <laughs> At, just Aslan. She was from, just a full lion. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was there was a a line about even Doctor. This is when they're at the um, at the conference. She was talking about even the great Doctor Adam Carlson can't be at two places at once. And in the uh, eighth and ninth movie, one of the new Force powers that that Ray and Kylo are able to do is to essentially be at two places at once as they right. communicate like through the Force and like even to the like point projection. of projection. Like, well, and they were able to like trade the yeah. lightsaber like right. through space time. So I I don't know. I might be stretching like crazy here, but I like <laughs> no. I was just great. I love it. I was reading through the lens of can I find anything that Star Wars related? And this one I can't take credit for. Hands down, my favorite outside of that. I hate you. I know she made a reference not just to Star Wars, but to an SNL sketch that they did where Kylo Ren plays Matt, the maintenance yeah, guy right. on like in the Death Star or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're talking- Undercover and boss one. He, yeah, it's the undercover boss one. It, audience, if you haven't watched it, it's a hilarious skit. I might like repost it on our TikTok or whatever, just so I can have y'all see it. But in that scene, it's him undercover, Kylo Ren undercover. And he says, I hear Kylo Ren shredded. I hear, or I hear Kylo Ren has an eight pack. I hear he's shredded wow. line for line. It's said in the book when they're playing Frisbee, but it's, uh, it's other people. It's not him about himself, but yeah. uh, Han's like, is that a six pack? I think that's an eight pack. And then Malcolm's like, he's shredded. And I'm like, it, that it cannot be a coincidence. It was too good. Absolutely adored it. But that, that wasn't me. I, I saw that elsewhere that someone else had picked up on that. So I played Ultimate Frisbee today, and I guarantee I don't look as sexy as Adam Carlson playing Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, I mean, no one does. Could you, imagine, does. could you imagine Adam Driver shirtless playing Frisbee? My favorite crossover is in uh, from The Last uh, Jedi when Tom Benton, an engineer on the Death Star, gets charged for sexual harassment. <laughs> And he has to be chokeholded by Vader. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so no joke. Um, I I I had this like in my mind, stupid like l- like joke to myself that when he picked up Tom when he was at like in the climax when it's like all addressed and he's like he finds out that Tom like had sexually harassed Olive at the conference. He like picks him up and he's like, I'm gonna kill you or whatever. I in my mind was like. And this is when Adam Carlson pulls out his lightsaber and stabs Tom Benton through the chest. Like, I, I would have loved that, even though that would have been stupid and ridiculous. And the book ends. And right, it. and the book ends. He pulls out his lightsaber, stabs him through the chest. That would have been fantastic. The together. Yeah, she, doesn't you know, even, she doesn't even say anything. She just doesn't even address it. it. <laughs> doesn't address it. That's the only yeah. the only sci-fi part of the book. And yeah. then Han shows up and they fly off in the, in the yeah. <laughs> Falcon. Okay, I'm an idiot. Sorry. I, I, I think it's a it's a double whammy for me because I, I love love and I love Star Wars and Allie Hazelwood really she had me like firmly in her grip with this whole book. Speaking of this whole book, um of the whole book, was there a specific uh character or moment that uh hit you the most or hit you the hardest emotionally? You know, brought on the strongest reaction, anything like that? I have one. Um it was I'll, I'll take the lead on this. I it was when um, Malcolm and On find out about the recording, oh, and yeah. they listen to her and go like sit on the bathroom floor with her, and they're just like, "Hey, like we're here for you, but you need to do this. Like you know, we're gonna we're gonna help you through all of this." And it's just like the every all of her anxiety about like mm-hmm. On being mad at her, we're being worried about Adam like not caring enough, you know, caring more about his research than her and like, you know, not wanting to ruin his, his situation. And then Malcolm's like, why don't, you know, we know, or Malcolm and Anon are like, you know, we know somebody that has known him since they were kids. Like, you know, let's just go ask Holden. So it was just like, they were there to just like take lift, help her lift her anxiety, come up with a solution. And she immediately was like, that like sent her to like, all right, I'm, we're going to do this. And she like goes and talks. And that's kind of like where the book that, that situation you were talking about earlier, Dan, where 
part of it, I guess, um, where you're frustrated with like the direction of it. that's where that like flipped. Right. She flipped it, and then they go and you know start taking taking people down. I I completely agree. I also just really love that idea of like you know the entire time Olive's doing all of this convoluted like backwards <clears throat> like comedic stuff just to make sure that like Ann's taken care of and to take care of her friends right. and. She's like selfless th- this entire time. And she's also like a, an anxious mess uh, half of the time about like worrying about her friends and worrying about how everyone's going to perceive her. And then when she's able to be vulnerable, like everyone who right. cared about her and who loved her Shows came up. around her to take care of her. And yeah. I think that, I mean, that's just great. Right. That's a, that's a found family like that. I love, yeah. I love that. I they're, eat it up. So I, I agree. I think that might've been one of the best scenes from the entire thing. They're, they're like, you know, we've been here the whole time. Like we, we would never abandon you. Like, and you know, I obviously I get Olive's, you know, anxiety with that, especially yeah. with all of this coming at her. Like, it's just you know, it it's hard to take yourself out of that kind of situation. But yeah, it's so nice when they just like swoop in and they're like, hey, like you can here look at me, <laughs> look at us. We love you. Like we're here for you. Like that was just yeah. so you're like, Oh yeah, here we go. Like the team's, the team's all here. That's right. It fe- that's when it felt like the, everyone had aligned in that moment. Yeah, the, exactly. Everyone was working together for Let's a common goal. Destroy which is very therapeutic. Tom. Yeah. yeah, exactly. God, Tom sucks, man. God, Tom sucks. And, you know, speaking of characters, uh, we relate to um not tom but um was there anybody that you guys um, related to most that you felt a connection with you could you felt their perspective you could see from it the clearest i i just really like adam because you're both really tall just because you're so tall yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm really tall and muscular and handsome um i really like malcolm and Holden, a lot. Holden, yes. me too. Uh, I, Holden is Dan, awesome. I was gonna say that they don't have a ton of book time, but I I feel like if there was a character that like I felt like I could relate to most, it would be Holden. Yeah. My favorite, my honest, honestly, my favorite part in the book, the um, Chinese restaurant, was just the double date with yeah. Like, oh, so good. But even inside of that, like the best part of that chapter was. Like one hold. Uh, I think that's why I like Holden. He's like, "Hey, it's really awkward in here. Let's get this out of the way so I can have a good time." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which like goes back to my thing earlier. Like, my guy, I love that. Um, but I really like that they, you know, they address like the elephant in the room with Malcolm and Adam. Yeah. But then, like throughout the night, they like slowly like agree <laughs> on stuff. Yeah. Become better friends. They're almost yeah. like yeah. Up, it feels like they're almost like upset that they have a lot in common. And right. That was great. And- when Adam is like slowly like Malcolm's going off about the pumpkin spice stuff, and Adam's like, you can just like I literally I pictured Adam Driver just like nodding like slightly head. smiling and like nodding his head along yeah. and be like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that was, like that was my favorite the part. perfect like description of it. I literally pictured that in my head, him yeah. being like, hmm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree with this guy. It was no, just so perfect. That was great. Um, but, yeah, mine mine would probably be Olive for the. I was going to say <laughs> the loyal anxiety. If there was going to be anyone in this podcast who who gives off the most olive energy, Brett, you would go like into some convoluted crazy like hijinks to make sure that your friends were okay and didn't feel any level of that's discomfort. A, that's right. I feel like I feel like her idea for the fake dating isn't that bad, guys. Like it's it's kind of oh. Brett. So that's all that's all we have to do is we have to find a way <laughs> To get you into a fake dating relationship where you slowly fall in love with the person so that you can take care of Daniel or I's feelings. Yeah, exactly. I'm confident that if it, the, that's first all time, the first time I met Brett, if I would have heard his name wrong and called him like Bert or something, to this day, he would not have corrected me on it. Oh, yeah. At my first, this happens to him at work, I know. Right? Yeah, I know. This is, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. story yeah. he's told me, which I my know it would happen. My boss at my first job thought my name was Brent. For like six months until somebody else <laughs> corrected her. And she was like, she looked at me and she's like, she was like super chill and like really funny. She just looked at me and was like, why did you do that? Like, and like, she was just like really honest. Like, why, why didn't you correct me? And I was like, 
It's like, I don't know. It just, there was never a good time. Brett, oh, Brett. It's that kind of thing, though. It's like the minor, the minor inconvenience of like maybe making them feel like slightly yeah, silly in the feel moment that. is so much better than six months of her calling you Brent. And then you have to look her dead in the eye and say, yeah, yeah. my name is Brett. Actually. Yeah. It was, it my was uh, not my best moment. My actual name is Irvine because they, they told right. me wrong. The, li- library, the library changed my name. Well, that's what, on, in that case, I didn't. That was it's a legal document, fact. Brett. You're, was, yeah. you're Irvine. Yeah. It's my new Sorry, license. Yeah. Um, but no, good book. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I, I don't think I have any more thoughts on it. Unless you guys do. I had one more Star Wars reference. Um, oh, I just yeah, loved please. just the the intro. The first time she describes him and mentions him wearing all black, oh, and just yeah. the fact that he loves His everything black. black. He's got yeah. black Henleys and everything there. I was just like, God, I'm just, I love this Kylo Ren energy so much. Huge like Kylo energy. I just love that. That was probably He's my favorite thing. and quiet and sexy. It was just perfectly done. But yeah, sorry, continue. Um, the only, the only last note I have, which uh, audience, I, I really, I need you, I need you to answer this because I put it out there in the, in our, on our Instagram to see if this was a thing. And I really want, this is another thing that I want Allie to answer for, her, answer for her crimes. Because she had in there that uh, Olive Smith puts ketchup on her cream cheese bagels and thinks that that's good. And I need to know, listeners, do any of y'all, have any of you done this or do you know anyone who's done this? Is this a normal thing? Does this mean that we can no longer like Olive as a character because she's a sociopath? Wait, 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 I, wait, wait. I, hold, yeah. the, hold the phone. I assume none of us have done this. <gasps> is this so, going to be a TikTok? This book is all about wait. her hypothesis and coming oh, to a conclusion. That's genius. We can't just say it's bad. We have to try oh this. Oh, my God. For science. Okay, okay. We'll do a post. Uh, Parker will do a post eating oh, a guys, bagel. I have bagels. I have cream cheese. And I have ketchup. I'll do this for science. No, no. Yeah. I, wanted, I want all of us to do this. Okay, yeah. Okay. Brad and Parker I mean, will do this for you guys. If I do this, if I do this, and yeah. I if I put my body through this through this if you make task. it if you make it through to the other side if i make it th- i mean honestly if, if i survive. make it to the other side i really just want ali hazelwood to just to like just to say like hey or anything acknowledge our our podcast exists or, or just like just <laughs> or, 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 or just like laugh at she us could just or say whatever. you're welcome maybe 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 it's the best thing i'll ever i've ever eaten and then yeah. and then maybe i'll i'll be preaching it from from the rooftops but we'll see mm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I'm dreading. I'm dreading that again. Again, yeah. has somebody been made fun of on several occasions for things that I've put on for weird burgers, things that you've eaten? For weird things that I've eaten, like all of all of my girl, man. Like we're, we're we could we are, be best you're two friends. You, you got freckles. You're. Yeah, I know. Hey, I, okay, the scene where they're like. They're looking up to see if people with freckles are like more susceptible to skin cancer. I was more focused on that than any of the sunscreen stuff with Adam. Brett. I was just like, I was like, hold on, like let's get no. more of this. This book's gonna give you a complex. I need more of this talk. Do you, do, do you need one of us to be an on and just bring sunscreen everywhere? Actually, you always bring sunscreen everywhere, so you're covered. You're kind of our of on. Realistically, you're both our on and Olive because you wow. you take care of us. You That's make the sure highest that compliment I think. I mean, I mean it. Yeah. We would, we would have both walked in the middle of traffic or something <laughs> by now if you would have been looking out for us. I don't know. Yeah, Parker don't... did buy me a Sprite today. Ooh, that's that true. Is, that is true. All that right. was a pretty I'll good move. I'll be right move. back. Pretty good. That, pretty that good. was kind of an, hey, you know what? That was kind of an Adam move, an Adam for Olive type That was. Yeah. That was so sweet. Maybe maybe you're my Olive. And, and then and we some... went back to our hotel room. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Ayo. Um, Ayo. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> Do we, do we, are we good? Any, yes. any final no, thoughts great. about Love Hypothesis? Great. I could talk for a long time about it, but I do, I want to get into author's note. Are y'all I good love, if I, I take it? I love the yes, hypothesis. Okay. So I love the hypothesis. One, also before, before we jump off, one last note. I loved her epigraphs. Epigraphs being the things that mm. kick off paragraph, mm. the things that kick off yeah. um, each her chapter. Hypothesis. Hypothesis. Yeah. She had little cute. They like, were really hypothesis, cute. Like in in Olive's voice about like you know this will happen if if this happens or whatever. Everyone I liked her O's. At, like she would cut herself off mid sentence and do oh yeah. <laughs> like, that always got Ch- me. Chapter sixteen oh. It was yeah. so good. Yes. So Ali Hazelwood, I was really interested in in just her her story after this book because I one I think the creation of this book is really unique and interesting. 
I think it's incredibly cool that she is a full on like in academia yeah. and like wants to be an academic and I mean is successful. I, I don't know why I said wants to. She's a professor now. I, I looked that up. So she's teaching, which is really cool. She's also like writing more books than ever. So right now she has a book coming out this year, Love on the Brain. If you're if you're a Love Hypothesis fan, get excited because we got more content coming right right on the corner. And she also has multiple novellas coming out. I think all of her novellas are audiobooks. Uh, so check those out. Support her there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a massive uh, Star Wars fan and also give her a cameo. Pride and Prejudice fan. Give oh her, really? Yeah. yeah so big... it's really funny. So I saw. Um, I believe it was it was either on her TikTok or on her Instagram. She had done like a cross stitch of Adam Driver as oh Mr. Darcy, and it was it was well, everything. It was wonderful. She mentioned so Pride and Prejudice and zombies in the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So she, she did. Yeah. She she's just all around cool. Like every everything about yeah, her, I was like, she Man, seems this, she's so, so awesome. cool. I want to be her friend. She's probably way too smart to even yeah. be in the same room as us. But anyways, yes. Yeah, so very cool. She's got a bunch of books coming out support her there and guys are you ready mm-hmm. i'm about to i'm about i think i might make y'all tonight with this okay uh-huh. i don't think you're ready listeners are you ready because this is exciting you might already know this if you're a big ally hazelwood fan if you sign up for her newsletter you get an extra chapter <gasps> of the love hypothesis no way from Adam's perspective. No way. Oh, wait. And, is it the one we're thinking of? It's the, it's the sexy chapter. <laughs> so if any of y'all are just like craving that wave and need a little bit more Allie Hazelwood, need a little bit more Adam, Dr. Adam Carlson. I want to get into that life, ferocity. The ferocity. All you have to do is Dr. go on to Carlson. Yeah, go onto her website. I believe it's AliHazelwood.com. You subscribe to her like newsletter and then you get you get access. Now that's to an that incentive. Sweet. That that is that's a good incentive. incentive. It was so funny because she like sends out a it sends out an email that's like, hey, thank you so much for signing up. I know the real reason you're here. You want to get to that <laughs> at that Dr. Adam Carlson chapter. Oh so here's the God. link or whatever. You get to so funny. you get his thoughts when he pops an entire boob in his mouth. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, it fits. Well, you know, um, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's something, uh, man. Yeah. So that's, that's something to be excited about. I, I, uh, I did read that and it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> hey, wait, can you do a live reading? Can you give us a sneak preview? No, All so right. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, I know we do have an explicit tag so we can say or do whatever we want on this podcast. That's but what that I means. think that, yeah, Just exactly. try and ban us, Apple. No, it's not even so much that as I think we would lose all of our listenership if I or tried to read. Or we would gain. Hang on. <laughs> or hang on. This is a hypothesis. We gotta test it out. Yeah. All right. I'll read all the sexiest Adam Carlson <laughs> stuff. On that. On that. Are we? We should close this out real quick. We should. Cl- we should close it out before before I get any ideas. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. As always, if you read along, thank you. Our whole, you know, the whole reason we started this podcast was just to get people excited about reading. If you read our, our one book a month, that's all we ask uh, for our book club, you will have read 12 books every year, which is very cool. Um, and if you're doing that, awesome. If you're not, and you're just reading other books, that's also awesome. And we want to hear about it. And we still would love for you to engage in, in multiple different ways. We do have some very exciting news. So this is this is coming hot off the presses. So next week is our 50th episode, Big Five O. We're very excited. And we have our first ever uh, guest co-host coming on from the book community, specifically the book talk community, uh, fan of the show. We are a massive fan of her work. It's it's uh, Ashley Dugan, better known probably as Stormlight Memes. Uh, so our 50th episode, we're doing an all Sanderson uh, Way of Kings episode. We're going to have her on the show. It's going to be very exciting. Um, so, so get excited about that. Uh, that's Brandon Sanderson's way of Kings or stormlight archives. We've, we've talked about it a ton and we're obviously you huge nerds. You may for have it. heard of it. You may have heard. Yeah. So, um, if, if you like stormlight or if you know friends that do, please, uh, you know, chime or if in, you know Brandon her. Sanderson, if you know Brandon Sanderson, tell him about it. That'd be tight. We're really excited to do that episode and it'll be, it'll be a test because we're, we're, you know, going into new waters and bringing on uh, a a guest and it's going to be very exciting. So we're super excited about that. I think that's it. We'll have our next book picked out. We'll we'll put that on social media 
here shortly. We're, we're, we've narrowed it down between a few, so we're still deciding. Um, and we'll have that out. And then, of course, we'll, we'll blast that out and you'll know about it. Um, so that'll be our March pick. Any other things that I'm missing, guys? Um, we need to thank Jacob Robinson. Of course. For his thank wonderful, his wonderful, wonderful right music. And uh, you, Maddie Moon for her wonderful, wonderful art. They've both blessed us with. And um, you can find us at bookends underscore with underscore friends on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And bookends with friends. Check, check us out there. We're TikTok? posting a bunch of sexy Adam Driver uh, pictures. Yeah, don't miss those. Don't miss those. Catch that. If every you, every if you day. There, you get to see just a good looking Adam Driver on your story once a day. And his biology ninja sweatshirt. Biology ninja sweatshirt. Um, and yeah, uh, I think that's, How's that? I think that's, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I think that's our, I think, I think our, uh, our experiment has been completed. Our, our, our theorems have our been, theorems. we don't know anything about science. Science. You can tell word. Okay. Let's say, let's you say science just, things. Okay. You all just graduated with a PhD in love. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was good, dude. Uh, okay. That's it. <laughs> you just graduated with a PhD in love. Maybe that should be our new sign off forever. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> one more clean take. Give it another one. You graduated with a PhD in love. <laughs> all right. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>